Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? Relaxed. <laughs> You're relaxed? Relieved. Oh, that's right. You are no longer... Do you want to tell? Go ahead. No longer in charge of my place of business. Yeah. Your, your, Which is great. Your term of acting manager has ended. The, um, the regular manager will return to th- their duties on... Monday, and you will go back to being a supervisor, but not now a Now I'm just in charge of four people, <laughs> instead of a number that varied from 70 to, like, 50. For those of you who aren't in the room with me, uh, with us, you didn't see that she not only held up five fingers, but was doing a circular motion with her the, hand. The five wasn't a number. It you said, you waving. said, I am now in charge of four people and would just held up five fingers and did like a I, circle I like you were trying to hypnotize me. putting up a number of fingers. I was just waving my hand around. You, you were waxing on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. Now, now a, a very stressful time work-wise has ended, and I just have to deal with the stresses of the rest of the world. Yes, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world always has those stresses. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty amplified right now. They're incredibly amplified mm-hmm. right now. Um, uh, it's we're, we're hitting some shit. How are you doing, Turin? I am better. Um... I'll say this. The what happened um, um we're going to hear a quick sound. There we go. Um, I had to plug my computer in. Um what happened was horrible and horrifying and like just it 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 sort of like renewed this like sense of dread and that really paralyzed me for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um I'll admit I <laughs> kind of fell off i wasn't as you know like (laughs) it uh, things things were dark things felt real dark um but i i am i am getting a whole lot better and um i am just thankful for um you and for other people that i have the ability to like talk to and um you know express actual feelings about what's going on um and like, I'm lucky enough to have fucking amazing people around me who, like, listen, who take in information, don't get offended when you give them the information, and, like, the ability, like, the adaptability to, uh, you know, change certain behaviors. If, you know, you know, if I say something's like, this is something that truly bothers me, could you not do it around me or whatever, um, they're... They have the they like they they were lovely enough to like take that and understand that that's not coming from like a place of like, uh you know ang like like hatred towards them but like just a situation that to me demeans something that I feel is important and I'm being very specific about something, mm-hmm. um but but overall people are absolutely lovely um at least the people I know are absolutely lovely there are some people that are not absolutely lovely and then. I get to see <laughs> um, people be more vocal now about like, yeah. like I, I, I think that 
I've heard the phrase, you know, like, it's not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I see that in practice. Yeah. Um, I see, oops, <laughs> I see people, like, going, you know, posting things that are, like, important for the movement and like you know things that are like literally just like telling people like you know check what's going on check yourself check the way you talk about things the way you talk to people and the way you perceive things and like understand that there are these like systematic biases against certain people and they might all they they are more than likely um already instilled in you and you have to unlearn those things that are learned and I, i i i see people that like you know friends of friends who are like, I don't know, well, I don't have that because blah, blah, blah. Specifically, like, white privilege doesn't exist. Mm. (laughs) Um, And then you see people, like, you know, defend. Like, people who are like, no, this is an actual fucking thing. And I I think that it's, it shows, it shows a great level of, like, character understanding and, you know, like, that kind of thing to to, to not shy away from this fight. Because yeah. this is a fight. Like this is a this has been an ongoing fight that was like dormant for a while, and now it's back in full force. And it, don't we're not letting the fucking moment go. Right. Like we we won't let the moment pass until actual reform is done. And I think that's fucking awesome. So yeah. big ups to my friends. You're all lovely. And big ups to people who listen to this podcast. Still, <laughs> thank you. And um. That's awesome, too. So um, we're going to talk pretty much exclusively about this for the the remainder of this episode. Yeah. Um, but we are going to get tipsier as it goes on. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, it's, it's a it's very, very serious. It's a very serious, structured conversation we're going to have. But we'll, we'll try not to, you know, make it too unbearable to listen to <laughs> yeah but but like let's be clear and i i, I want to be clear about like something specific i i love that i say let's be clear i i you know <laughs> arista that asshole <laughs> when, he, when he pointed out like that i said that's a problem that's a big fucking problem on like all of the earlier no, episodes no, no, no. That was, or was me. that was you me no you're right you're right that was you he did he did bring it up yeah yeah but to be fair that's because i said it all yeah (laughs) that and how much i hate dan lipinski but he's gone now um not yet anyway um i i think i say like and let's be clear a decent amount i'd love for someone to figure out how often i do that (laughs) (laughs) because i think i say and like let's be clear about this or and let's be clear about something or just to be clear, I think I say that so fucking often that we could change the show title to Let's Be Clear. <laughs> <laughs> That's but probably true. Anyway, let's be clear about something. This is not a, like, this should be an uncomfortable conversation to have. Yeah. This this shouldn't be, like, someone shouldn't, go ahead. You gotta open it. You gotta open it. I pour drinks on the podcast and people can hear me do that. Don't worry about opening a can. Um... This shouldn't be, this isn't going to be like a fun, fuzzy, like fucking topic to talk about with people. It's not, it's not enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It's not comfortable. It, it, it sucks for, and I, I, like, I, (laughs) I, I'm going to say this in like, as like a blanket statement and people are going to go, well, I'm not like that, but you kind of are like people have like specific, like 
specific forms of like internalized racism. Absolutely. That was that were taught to them like forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're literally now saying like, hey, fucking time to unlearn that. And people are like, whoa, I don't do these types of things. Just like people hate the the phrase white privilege because it has the word privilege in it, which makes them like, they're like, but I grew up poor. It's like, right. I'm not saying that your life wasn't hard. Yeah. It just, you didn't have this specific thing. It just would have been, it would have been harder if you were in the exact same situation, but black. If you're, yeah, like, yeah. I, I get it, but if that's what white privilege is. If your name's Laquan, things are fucking hard. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, Chet. Things aren't easy. But they they literally you're not going around and having to worry about um how people will treat yeah. you because of the color of your skin. Absolutely. Like how authorities will treat you. How like <laughs> you know, like you I saw some I saw one thing and we're gonna get into the actual episode, but I saw something else that was like that was like wonderful where it was just like showed like um someone who's like, you know, like when, when a white man gets pulled over, um, their thoughts are like, Oh, this is so annoying, I'm gonna get a fucking ticket, I blah yeah. blah blah blah. And then like when a person of color gets pulled over, their thoughts are, Well shit, I might not live. Yeah. There's like um, that's the difference. There's definitely a difference for me. Yes. Than the times that like I've been pulled over by myself and I've been pulled over with you in the car. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm pulled over with you in the car, I'm scared. Like I'm scared of what could possibly happen as opposed to when I'm pulled over for myself. I'm just like scared about a ticket. Right. You know, right. like so that's like it's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a legitimately entirely different mindset. Yeah, just and- like if I if if we're out in public and I'm walking by a cop by myself, that's not an issue at all. If I'm drunk, I might just like try to seem a little more <laughs> together or something yeah. like that. But if I'm with you, then I get scared. Then I make sure I'm like holding your hand or something. You know, like that's uh-huh. that's definitely something I've felt. Mm-hmm. So and I know it's not the same, right. but I, I've and, definitely experienced that same fear. And that's not to say that like people like like only people of color have this. Like I think that women likely have these kinds of like feelings of in a, in a different way. In a different way. In a different way. Because like yes, in a, in a different way. But they're like also under threat, <laughs> and it is like like I'm I'm just saying that like I understand that like it's not like. People like to just like take the one thing and they're like, well, your 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 main argument is that you, like people of color's life is hard, but white people's lives aren't hard. And that's not fair. And it's like, that's not the argument. No. no, like you're misconstruing the argument either on purpose or you don't understand. And if you don't understand, awesome. I'd love to like talk to you about it. But if you're like purposely like just taking shit like in the complete backwards ass way because it works for you, then, you know. Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to deal with you. (laughs) So I have a question. Yes. How many anti-racist points do I get? Here we go. Oh, by the way, there is a point system. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And people of color are counting. Yeah. How how many do I get for one marrying you and like being with you for like half of my life? How many points do you get for that? Yeah. How many points does that work? Well, you still make me do chores during Black (laughs) History Month, which was like a big problem for me. Which is huge. Like, I I brought that up, and you immediately shut that idea down. Like, that sucks. That's that's not cool, man. So, whatever points you would have garnered from that, 
<laughs> they're they're straight up gone unless I could stop doing work in February. <laughs> oh, I I would like to like obviously your perspective through this whole situation is the important one. Uh-huh. Like I'm just here. Um Yeah. But this so, is our podcast, and I, I would, yeah. I more than, I would be more than welcome for you to give any feelings that you have about anything. Right, um, but yours are more valid. <laughs> uh huh. So I just want to say that, like, I'm gonna jump in with some stuff and say how I feel, but it does not matter how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. Well, to me personally, it does matter how you feel. Thanks. I, <laughs> um, I'm white. <laughs> I, I think that's the first time you've said that on the podcast i may have said it but no, I, don't th- no. I think that's the first time it's you've been said, said it. but just to be clear yeah um let's let's get into the actual episode because we have like a bunch of stuff we're gonna we're gonna go buy stuff we're gonna have some conversations and i know they're not gonna be nearly as in-depth as they need to be i understand but again we are but humble podcast hosts who are drinking. Of a comedic podcast. Yes. So. Yes. The podcast yeah. is supposed to be yuck, yuck, silly, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it we just... are not journalists. No. We are not scholars. No. We are well... not serious <laughs> commentate. Like, you know, we're serious in our beliefs, but it's not like we are professionally trained on how to handle this and speak about it. So, you know... There, there might be flubs. There might be laughter. It it might feel inappropriate at times. Yeah. We'll try to avoid that, but like just keep that in mind. I also want to point out that um, when things get uncomfortable, I do giggle. Yeah. I laugh. You already did. A bunch. I, I make jokes about when things are uncomfortable, like when things are... Do you I, guys want to hear... Fuck, please don't tell the story. <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I sound good in this story. You know what I'm talking about, I know. I literally know exactly what story you're talking about, and I have no legitimate defense for it besides it made you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, tell, just, it's just about when my grandmother ah, died. God damn it! Tell the story. Yeah, no, no, it's just, you know, my, my grandmother passed away. I was very sad. Um, <laughs> and... Well, Please. Who did you say she was going to see in hell? <laughs> was it my cats that had recently passed away too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it did make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was outrageous. It was, it was so like bananas that it like <laughs> just was like, what the fuck? Who would say that? Yeah. And then it was just funny. Yeah. So just to be clear, we do this with everything. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Man, that undercuts literally anything. Like, I have no moral authority for anything anymore. No, we're not supposed to. <laughs> I No, I want... Listen, I don't think you understand. I want power. And I want to wield the power of my of whatever power I can get. I want to wield it. And I want to wield it irresponsibly. <laughs> um, okay, let's get started. Um, so we'll start with... Um, I made a pledge last episode. Um... That, like, I gave a three-day period where if um, Donald Trump didn't say something horrible about Joe Biden, um, because March, uh, sorry, because May 30th was the um, fifth anniversary of his son's death, I said if um, Donald Trump didn't say something, like, horrible or 
terrible about Joe Biden. I um for like a three day period. I think it was the I did mm-hmm. May thirtieth to June first. Um, I would say something nice about Joe Biden about Donald about Trump. Donald Trump. And um, lucky you, lucky me. Uh, it took him. He he, w- he was. I'll give him this. He didn't say anything on May thirtieth specifically about Joe Biden. Then May 31st happened, um, to which he tweeted something along the lines of, the world is laughing at Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, amazing uh, perception of a grief period for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's be clear, while um, Donald Trump was uh, you know, tweeting uh, shitty things at the vice the former vice president the mayor of minneapolis um democratic governors democratic mayors um everybody else um joe biden was out with protesters in his home state visiting protesters having conversations with protesters about what their grievances were mm-hmm. um I, I make fun of Joe Biden a lot because he deserves it a lot. But I I do want to sincerely say that it is to me, and I understand he's running for president. This is possibly just a campaign strategy, blah, 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 blah. His son died five years ago. He had to bury his son. That is horrible for any parent to have to do he's clearly he's gonna feel grief every time this moment comes up for him it is fresh it is five years ago and he channeled that grief into empathy for the black community and empathy for social and racial justice so like all the jokes, I'm still going to make jokes about Joe Biden because, fuck, it's funny and he's funny and it's amazing. But, like, legitimately, thank you, Joe Biden. That, to me, is it. it is an incredible show of strength to put your grief on hold or use your grief as a, as a way to empathize with others and have that conversation. I'm I'm blown away by that. I think that is the most presidential thing that's been done in the past four fucking years. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean that's that's great. Um it's it's hard to look bad when compared to our current president. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like it's it's very hard to like <laughs> to outdo like again I, t- I told you how he was speaking with you know um you know i think it, it was uh, like you know prominent black uh prominent people of color mm-hmm. um in like a virtual town hall and he said like 10 to 15 percent of americans aren't good yeah um and people are like that's a flub like that's a like like you know that's a deplorable it's a it's yeah. an it's, it's a deplorable situation it's a ter- it's a, it's another one of those oopsie daisies that you that biden's known for all the biden gaffes but then like that's overshadowed because this dipshit um after hiding in a bunker from protesters because he's a coward um 
went out and touted his jobs report saying that uh, George Floyd would be happy about what's going on right now because like George Floyd would be really happy about this job, these job, these jobs numbers, mm-hmm. by the way, um, unemployment for African-Americans went up unemployment for Asian-Americans went up. Um, so cool. Great jobs numbers. <laughs> um, I, let's move to, um, specifically the protests. Um, since the death of George Floyd, there have been demonstrations pretty much daily in the streets mm-hmm. of what is it day 11 now i don't remember the specific um the specific I feel like we're around 10 or 11 yeah. at this point. um and pl- i mean whenever this comes out yeah <laughs> um i don't want to do like a i don't want to give a number because it, i might be wrong because i i might not i might forget to post it and oopsies um but uh demonstrations have been happening in the street um daily uh, in big cities, um, there have been demonstrations in small towns. Bloomsburg had a demonstration um, with hundreds of people. With hundreds of people there um, on on primary election day. Mm-hmm. Did you vote? I hope you voted. You better have fucking voted. Uh, There's also been protests across the world, mm-hmm. not just in the not United just States. in the United States. Solidarity with uh, the African American community fucking in the United States. Bojo mm-hmm. said, "Black Lives Matter." <laughs> That was holy shit. I mean, uh, Iran and China are <laughs> speaking out <laughs> because they're like, "Hey, you fucks, criticize yeah. us." Yeah. What? So. What moral authority? Where? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are signs in Syria saying "Black Lives Matter." Jesus. Yeah. Is is incredible. Yeah. There, there is a there is a global call to action um, for what has happened. Mm-hmm. What has happened. Uh, previously um the countless unnecessary deaths of um black people people of color um of, of across you know like um <laughs> there there's a there's a global call to action now yeah um so let's start with how we feel about um about what we're seeing from from protesters do you want to start? I just think everything I'm seeing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of factors that are playing into why we're seeing what we're seeing. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I hope that this moment leads to real systematic change because it'll be really interesting to look back on this time. And all the shit we went through with coronavirus Mm -hmm. and be able to say that COVID-19 led to the second civil rights movement in this country. You know, something positive coming out of this would be awesome. Sorry, Petty hit the microphone. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I think I wish more protesters wore masks. Um, But that's. The only complaint I have about the protesters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm worried they're going to get sick. But otherwise, keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. I, I, I feel. I think that this is uh, an amazing, an amazing thing to see. Yeah. Um, literally all 50 states have had, have had demonstrations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just so many people or like mobilized and and ready and 
uh, yearning for for something better. Yep. That is that is insane. Yeah. It I, is. I think it's a culmination of the unemployment that's happening right now. You know, that's that's a big thing that leads to unrest in the country. Uh-huh. So just this huge wave of unemployment caused by COVID-19, these people are already stressed out. They're already uh, feeling cooped up, you know, stuck in their house. Uh-huh. And I think that energy, they found a way to channel it into something really incredible and productive. Yeah. So I, that's so cool to yeah. me. And I, I think that, like, I mean, you look at, like, I know that you've asked, like, what do you think what do you think this one is? Like, why is this one so different from, like, you know, there have been, like, literally in the past, like, month, there have been a bunch. Like, there have been more than, more than you'd like, Mm -hmm. right? Which zero would be that fucking number. That'd be a great number if we got zero. But, um, I mean, you see the, the devastation that is COVID-19, um, you see that it highlights um, systematic issue, like systematic racism in our um, in our country. Yeah, uh, that, in the healthcare, that in the healthcare, in the healthcare industry, um, in the healthcare system, um, bl- poverty. Like black black uh, people are more like are unbelievably hit more than than um, white people. Mm-hmm. It is like they're taking the brunt of this, yep. which. They're usually taking the brunt of something horrible that is going on, whether it be mass unemployment or poverty or incarceration, incarceration, even though like statistics show that they're just as likely to like have weed or deal weed. (laughs) Like, I mean, it all leads back to the same thing. Like our systems rigged against people who look like me and we are done now. Karen, we're burning down your Cracker Barrel. We're fucking over it. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just, I was just gonna point out that like, diabetes is a big, big thing that um, leads to worse cases of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Diabetes is more prevalent in the black community. Why is that? Because poverty is a bigger issue mm-hmm. in the black community, so and poverty leads to poor dietary choices. And food deserts. Poverty and... was caused by systematic oppression of black people Mm -hmm. so it's just like all the same thing Mm -hmm. so yeah that definitely plays a big part that it's not just that you know coronavirus happened it's that it happened to this community Mm -hmm. um because of these issues these same issues that are causing what's going on right now keep in mind the current leadership uh, if they if they acted earlier they could have literally saved that tens of thousands of lives if yep. they would have acted mm-hmm. like a week earlier than they did. And they had like this administration and I, the, the Trump administration had the information. They had it. They were told by their experts that this is a fucking thing. This is real. This is going to have devastating effects. He went out and told people it's fine. He mm-hmm. went out and told people that, we, there are two cases, or what was it? I don't. I, I'm trying to remember the specific quote that he gave. It was like, "There are 15 cases now. There'll be zero cases in a week, or whatever." Like this motherfucker, like he caused the death. <laughs> like I, I, I. Uh, people are gonna say, "Well, people were gonna die from this anyway." Fine, I'll concede that point. 
but you have to look at the look at the study that was done by Columbia University. The fucking said if you if we acted like just slightly earlier, we save thousands, yeah. tens of thousands of lives. And let's be clear, fucking <laughs> let's be straight about this. <laughs> um, like those a lot of those lives are in the black community. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> it's bullshit. Um, let's talk a little bit. Um, I'm literally only gonna give it a little bit because I don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the um, looting, property destruction, um, elements of the protests. Um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, originally in Minneapolis, um, when. Uh, like the night, like when when demonstrators took to the streets, um, things were getting destroyed because people were fucking angry. Um, there also seemed to be concerted efforts by, um, like different groups trying to infiltrate protesters to cause mayhem. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of groups? You know, white power groups, <laughs> white supremacy groups, um, trying to pose as Antifa um, to. Uh, cause mayhem and make uh, the movement look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there are numerous videos of um, black protesters catching white protesters. Like, for example, there was one where the black protester caught the white protester, protester uh, spray painting BLM on a Starbucks, and like they called them out and said, "Like, we're going to get blamed for this. You're not going to. We're going to get blamed for this. We're mm-hmm. going to look bad." Um, what are your thoughts on the looting? And then I'll tell you my thoughts and we're going to move the fuck on. Okay. I don't care. My um, thoughts are I don't fucking care. You keep killing us, so we're going to burn down your Starbucks. <laughs> so I think there are absolutely um, opportunistic individuals um, who are out there. Is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? <laughs> Jake Paul. Okay. Uh, taking advantage of the chaos to, you know, uh, Im- improve their own situation uh i think there was oh what's was it philly one of the cities had like 12 atms get blown up at once or whatever um so yeah some of these people are bad uh i do not give loans to black people fuck banks (laughs) i do not give a single fuck about this (laughs) at all um there's a lot uh, a much bigger thing going on right now yeah. Um, if you care more about property damage um, to places that are insured or corporations than you do about the numerous African-American people uh, being targeted and killed by the police, then you're a bad person. That's how I feel about it. How do you feel, Terrain? I don't care. <laughs> um, I Look, I think it's I think it's shitty when it's happening in like a, a low income area. When, like, there are, you know, like, black businesses that are, you know, that get hit. Mm -hmm. I've seen literally numerous statements from black business owners that are like, we're fucking angry. People keep killing people who look like us. And that shit's got to stop. And if you're not listening, because we've asked you nicely numerous times to stop killing us, um, the, the... in the next coming asks won't be so nice. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. 
I don't care. I, I know it's, I know I should, it should be like a moral thing. We should be like Martin Luther King because he was always uh, nonviolent. He didn't, he wasn't, firstly, um, you completely miss the part of history where there were violent protests in conjunction with the ones that are nonviolent. Yeah, or, or, there's a reason that um, Malcolm X was a prominent person in the yep. civil rights movement. He was not nonviolent. No. <laughs> and that was an important part of the civil rights movement. By the way, MLK protested the way you wanted him to, and you killed him anyway. Yep. So I can give a fuck less. I I, <laughs> I can't, if I, like I said, I saw, I, I, too many people were posting like, MLK, he didn't, he never uh, committed, pro like, he was peaceful and he changed the world. Um, they And they posted the picture of like the march, like not, like, fucking put, put do what happens six minutes later. Mm -hmm. Where he gets the, sh he and everybody else get the fucking shit kicked out of them for, for asking for rights. Mm -hmm. the, the message is. Um, black community, um, take all of the shit that will get piled on you and be a good boy and don't fight back and don't hurt anybody. And maybe one day you'll get assassinated. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I also want to point out, uh, that this country was founded on a violent overthrow of the government. Not not just a violent overthrow of the government, because let's be clear, this country had people living here before it became <laughs> yeah. this country. Yeah. And we violently killed those people. Mm -hmm. We marched those people to their fucking death. So I can give a fuck less when people are like, you can't break Target, fuck Target. Mm -hmm. Unless they want to sponsor this show. <laughs> We celebrate the Boston Tea Party. What the fuck was that, you goddamn idiots? <laughs> literally, literally. That was looting. That was an attack on the East India Company, <laughs> you fucking morons. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I know none of them are listening to the show, no. so this might just be cathartic to like people <laughs> who, who get that and are like, I'm so sick of people saying that. But, like... If you do listen to this show and you do think that way, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I, can we go back? I should probably delete that, no, right? <laughs> absolutely not. I can't hostily call out people who listen to the show. No. Now we're getting like into like bullying territory. No, we're fine. <laughs> um, oh, shit. What was I going to say? Oh, the... the um, so I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. No. Uh, you, you use the alcoholics Twitter page to lurk, right? Yeah. Uh, what I have seen over like the last week, um, there definitely has been a shift that I've seen away from like, oh, looting bad, looting, looting bad, that it really is now like, oh, the police are doing a lot of bad yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I do think there has like, I yeah. think that was a, a, a big, big thing in the in the beginning but i don't think it like the right's trying to make it a big thing but it's still not it's just not no. catching on anymore no so i just i do want to point that out right right so let's move on from that stupid fucking topic yep. um burn it down <laughs> i like i'm not kidding oh, you know like, what i love yes the the destruction of the confederate monuments yes 
Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. And how Philly went after that fucking Rizzo statue. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yep. And Rizzo? The, the, Rizzo. Frank Rizzo, um, the former fucking racist mayor of oh, Philadelphia. Okay. Got it. Um, went after that statue. I thought that, we were talking about a Wu-Tang Clan member. No, that's Rizzo. <laughs> I know. Jesus. <laughs> Just like, Jesus. <laughs> Firstly, we would not touch. I know, I was confused. No one would fucking touch. And I'm also like, r- why is there a Wu-Tang statue in Philly? I would love that there was just a fucking <laughs> random, like, monument to the Wu-Tang clan in Philly. Specifically Rizza. <laughs> yes, Specifically. yes, yes, yes. Like, Ghostface Killer's like, what is this? Yeah. Old, <laughs> old Dirty Bastard. He's He's gone, but not forgotten. So. OGB. ODB. Anyway. Shimmy, shimmy, ya, shimmy, ya, shimmy, ya. <laughs> anyway. Fuck. Now I'm just going to listen to Wu-Tang for the rest of the fucking night. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Now, let's... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, the four officers um, that murdered George Floyd um, were uh, charged. Keith Ellison, um, the AG in Minnesota, is uh take uh, took over the case and upgraded the charges from third degree to second degree murder um for Derek Chauvin and um the uh, other officers were charged in a way that they would get the same penalty that um second degree murder would get yeah aiding and abetting a murder yes. right yes something mm-hmm. along those lines um and uh, i believe he needed to upgrade the charge from third to second to also charge those officers for their complicity in, right. in the murder of uh, George Floyd. Right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna try to say, I'm gonna try to ask this in a way that like gives you the, the answer to the question. Uh, you, you don't think I know it? Yeah, yeah. Um, should we be satisfied with this? No. no. Why? I mean. <sighs> Cops were charged. Four cops being charged. Cops were charged. Isn't enough. Um, I, I think that it is the correct step to have been taken in this specific case. But, um, you know, if we don't want it to happen again, a lot more needs to happen across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to point out, Breonna Taylor's murderers still haven't been charged. It's been over three months. Has it? I thought, yeah. Oh, it's wow. been over three months, and her murders have not been charged. Nope. I don't think they're going to be either. But you know who did get charged? Her boyfriend. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, where the fuck's the NRA at? Oh. He's, where, where the Terrain, fuck? No, 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 no. I know, no, 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 no. I know what the answer is, and let me just ramp up to it before okay, you ahead, do yours. Where, where's the NRA? He is a, um, he is, he tried to protect his home with a firearm when that he legally owned that he legally owned when the police unannounced burst in unannounced if, ununiformed no n- no nothing absolutely not a thing to no. signify that they were police so so where are they katrina why aren't they fighting alongside him there's this one thing yes and Ooh. I don't know if you know. Oh shit! This is good. But he's black. Damn it! She, she's God black. damn it! Um, the officers are mm. police officers. Uh huh. And they are white. Right. Honestly, even if they weren't white, they, no, yeah, police officers. Just an added bonus. Yeah. Yeah. 
that makes them feel a lot better. They're like, mm-hmm. good. we're definitely doing the right thing. They're white police. Right. Officers. I do. I, I would love to know if it was a SWAT team of black police officers and they broke into a white person's home. How that. What. Do you think the coverage would be any different if it I was the, all black? Like, yeah, yeah, we see black police officers involved in these cases. It, yeah. it absolutely does happen. It's never all black police officers. Oh, my God. So what if it was a squad of all black police officers and they broke into, like, a rich white person's Katrina, home and killed them? Katrina. What do you think would happen? The headline would be, Mob Kills Pretty White Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's the headline i think people's heads would explode They'd they would be like oh my god do i support the police or no do I support no these white people? they would go that nice white lady was killed <laughs> yeah. by those mean black dudes yep. jesus fucking christ but seriously yeah uh, so we need charges there we need structural reform in every police department across the nation yes are we gonna get that no but people aren't sitting down no so and and good. and we're gonna fight until it is fucking until it is fucking commonplace for these these changes to be made um the the i believe it was the minneapolis police that have said that chokeholds will no longer be used right am i am i correct on they that they did i don't that wasn't a chokehold though no well no it wasn't no. i don't know what tactic knee on the neck is um, murder yeah mm-hmm. i don't think that they're should, still doing it yeah they're still doing it there was ah I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was Minneapolis, but another police department. There's a video that came out uh, a couple days ago during the protests where they used the exact same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. How is that? Like literally, every police department needs to review their use of force policies. Every single one. We're gonna get to it later. Yep. We're gonna get to it later. Yep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump the gun on that. Let's talk about the um, where the police have been handling the protests. Well, uh, we did talk about the main response that we've gotten to the. Um, to the protest, but there were a couple, some other responses that we've seen across the country. Just to point out, um, the L.A., Los Angeles, yeah. has oh, taken away that on... L.A. Yeah, you say you don't have to clarify that L.A. is Los Sorry. Angeles. <laughs> um, they took away a hundred. Million yes. dollars from their. I was going to get into department. that with later with the reforms. Uh, speaking of, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, there was another big one, wasn't there? I'm not remembering it right now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, it might have been the chokehold thing I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. We're definitely gonna bring up um the so, uh, taking just, away from the budget in policing and yeah. put investing it into communities of color. There have been responses small i think the nypd there was something changed with them too but it's it's all it's it's not enough the nypd (laughs) the commissioner of the nypd put out a tweet that said that to honor the i can't remember and i literally like looked it up because i'm like this can't be real but they're like to honor something for covid19 they had like bands around their badge which I believed covered the number on the mm, badge. Oh, the duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. What the? What the? Oh, that's uh, that's what you call a lie. Yeah, but like, I, I get that. I agree. <laughs> but that seemed so unbelievably dumb and like, like, like 
literally, it's like I have six minutes to think of this line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I'll tweet this out. Fuck it. Who knows? I, I thought that was crazy. Yeah. In a, in a time like this, where identifying police officers doing bad things should be priority number one. For, for I know. I know. You think that's the God police's for, God forbid the police commissioner care about the conduct of the police. Fucking, fucking A, right? I'm crazy. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Speaking Sorry. of it, let's move on <laughs> to... I'm glad we got these new microphones because I could yell like this and it's not like gonna destroy... Like, it's not gonna be fucked up in the sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. Tell us if it is. Got group chat, just text me if it is. <laughs> um, let's move to the um, way the police have been handling the protest, uh, specifically the protesters. Katrina, the protests have been um, for, for the main part, the Black Lives Matter movement, but in a, in a, in a more... Uh, in a more specific sense, uh, they've been against police brutality. Correct. They The protesters have been saying the police have been um, using unnecessary force, hurting people, killing people, injuring people, and, and it needs to stop because there's no reason to, to do that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what have, how have the police been handling the, uh, the protest? Well, um... So they felt really attacked. Like they're uh-huh. like, "Oh no, we're not all like that. We're good. We're good cops. We do good things. We don't, I mean, we don't s- hurt people." Did you see that photo of all of us kneeling together? Yeah. I mean, in solidarity. Yeah. So oh, we love you guys. So in order to prove that they are good cops. Right. They have been brutally terrorizing the <laughs> citizens of the country. <laughs> by tear gassing peaceful protesters um shooting them with less than fatal ammunition yeah it's not blinding it's a non-lethal rubber bullet so you may not die but your eye is gone yeah literally i say that because someone got shot in the eye not terrain not just someone there have been multiple right. people who've you're lost right. eyes during. I these was protests. I was speaking of a specific person. Yeah, you're there have been right. numerous, numerous people. Um, they're pushing people. They're beating people. Um, they are entrapping people so that they can arrest them for breaking curfew. Uh, by not by giving them, giving them no way to leave right. the protest by blocking off the route that they would have mm-hmm. to go to get home to get to the transportation it takes to get home right so they've been they've been they've been being this brutal to press yep they've arrested numerous members of the press they've They've arrested they arrested attacked press members they've arrested cnn uh, people on air cnn press on air they uh, people clearly are labeled press and have um, their press credentials. The police continuously point guns at those people. Mm-hmm. And when they say we're press, we're press. The police say, I don't care. Mm-hmm. This is, I've never, like, if you. They, they, uh, they put a, what, how old was that 75 man? 75-year-old man. 75-year-old man. They shoved him backwards and his literally blood leaked out of his ears. Mm-hmm. And when I say leaked, 
that's a that's a timid word compared to the pool of blood that was there after they shoved that man to the ground. And then when other officers went to go check on that man, they were told to keep moving. Yep. And when those two officers were um, suspended, I believe, uh, what, 50 some of them resigned members from of the, the riot Buffalo team? police resigned from the riot team. So they're not going to go in into a protest. In protest, they're not going to do emergency stuff anymore. Good. But they'd still like to be paid, please. <laughs> Good. <laughs> By the way, I saw reports that um, after, like, the riot team was disbanded essentially because of this. Uh, the protests in Buffalo were very peaceful and uh, people left at curfew hmm. without incident. Um, Weird. It's almost like the police are the aggressors in this fucking situation. I. <laughs> By the way, I saw one story that I think is funny. Um, a person, the police threw tear gas. Yep. He picked up the canister and threw it back at them, and he's been charged with assault with a deadly weapon on an officer of the law. I have a question. What was the deadly weapon? The tear gas. You mean the tear gas that was thrown at him? (laughs) Yeah. So wouldn't that mean that the police are using deadly weapons on on protesters? You would think that's what that means. Shit. Now, see, logic just dictates that's how it is, but, Uh. but there's some sort of... You're missing the point that police officers are the gods of this country. Yes. They face zero repercussions for their actions. They're allowed to kill and brutalize everyone they want, and they're heroes. You know that there are still 34 states that allow police officers to have sex with detainees? Yeah. 34. Have sex with, a.k.a. rape. Yep, it's rape. Yeah. But but the police will say they consented. And yeah, there's no there's no power dynamic there. No, that's like saying Thomas Jefferson had sex with his slaves. <laughs> you know how you can have sex with property you own? Mm-hmm. Like, no, he was a rapist. The police that do that are rapists. Why is it legal in any state? Mm-hmm. Um, off topic a little bit, but. <laughs> Kind of just shows the the power that yeah. the police get to wield. Mm-hmm. Um, give me some of that power. I can be just as irresponsible as a police officer. I saw I saw another good protest sign that was like uh, a barber needs like fifteen hundred hours of training to become a barber. Jesus fucking Christ! And the police need like seven eight hundred something like that. A sticker. <laughs> they they need they need to watch a video that says, "Hey, don't do that." Wink, wink. Uh, here's your badge, here's your gun, here's your baton. Make sure to hit a protester as hard as you can with it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, make sure your badge number's covered. Make sure your badge number's covered up. They might tattle on you, and you know what they say about snitches. We will give them a reason to get stitches. Mm-hmm. Um, by beating them mercilessly, we're the police, we're all terrible. I I now, I, I can't deal with anyone saying, f- firstly, I'm going to give a couple of statements that I, that I, um, uh, think I agree with now, which one, all cops are bastards. I 100% agree with that. I say that knowing that my cousin's a cop and he's like, he's good. He wouldn't do something like that. Well, when your cousin starts turning in all the bad motherfucking police officers, we'll talk about your cousin. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like there's some sort of either fireworks or, um, something going on outside. I'm not stepping out there. I will 100% die. Um, so, 
I don't I I I, I struggle to believe this idea that um, there are good cops out there that wouldn't do this. I need to start seeing some cops step up and stop other cops from doing stuff. Yeah. I've seen literally one video of a, and of course, black woman, black woman cop fucking yeah. grabbing a, grabbing um, an officer that was mistreating protesters for no fucking reason other than it's their, it's their fucking power trip. Um, but no, I'm, 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 I, I, couple statements I don't care for and will just cut you off for. Um, blue lives matter. Get out of my face. One, blue lives don't exist. It's a job. It's an occupation. You get to take the badge off. Mm-hmm. Two, all lives matter. Shut up. That's not the case. They don't have laws specifically for kit. Like, they have laws in place specifically like you said for doing something bad to a officer of the law yeah if you do something bad to an officer of the law it is more important than if you do something to just any standard joe schmo and god forbid they be a person of color so i think the the world uh the the country uh systematically has already agreed that more law that different lives are more valuable than others so Get out of that. Get out of my face with that nonsense. And again, to just close it out, um, start showing me good cops that stop bad cops. Because those yeah. those are the cops I care about. Mm-hmm. The, um, there were four cops uh, that killed George Floyd. And maybe only one of them had the knee on the neck. But I think that they're if what about the like, like someone needs to fucking say, stop that. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to intervene. And. There should be legislation that says that a cop has to intervene. Yeah, absolutely. Which, again, we will get to later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you want to move on? Yeah. Because I, I think I'm I think I'm exhausted on that one. Um, uh, let's just quickly touch on how Trump handled the protesters. Um, <laughs> he called them terrorists. Uh, he said that on a call with governors that. Um, the governors need to get tough and start being tough on protesters. Dominate them. Dominate them. He he wanted. Uh, you're right. He wanted the governors to dom those protesters. <laughs> you know. Okay, so he he called. He wanted to send the military out. Yep. Um, the military's like, no, we're not fucking doing that. The uh, the, the Mad Dog Mattis. Mad said, Dog Mattis was like, this guy's a fucking menace, and he, it even made he compared him to Hitler. It made the Defense Secretary Esper mm-hmm. like go. I don't think we should use the Insurrection Act. <laughs> yeah, like there were literally orders to to send yeah, um, the army to D.C. that he recalled. Um, but I do want to say, like, okay, some states have called in the National Guard. Um, I wish the National Guard and the Army were in charge of these protests, honestly. Um, because they actually seem to value the oaths that they took. And, um, like, their leadership is calling on them. If you're ever given an order that violates the Constitution, you know, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, you see uh, the National Guard that's been deployed. Um, they're not deployed with weapons. Right. They have shields and that's it. Uh, they don't have guns. You know, they don't have tear gas. They don't have anything. They're there just to stand guard. Um, so when we're protesting the police and the police are supposed to be controlling the protest, like 
they're obviously using it um, to just to cause more mayhem. Yeah. Because they feel like they're at war. And they're the ones with the weapons and the ability to attack everybody. So they're doing that. I wish we had National Guard and the Army as crowd control. Because I honestly think they fucking handle it a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I, I just... There, there's a video um, that was on Twitter of a National Guard member, um, an African-American man, and the protesters were chanting, I'm black and I'm proud. And the National Guard member was prote- uh, chanting along with them. Um, and I, the guy fucking retweeted himself on Twitter and he's like calling out, he's like, I stand with my brothers and sisters and like everything else. I think those are the people we need on our streets. So the police have proven that they are inept, that they, that they are incompetent, that they are power hungry, that they are unnecessarily brutal and just all around fucking awful. Mm -hmm. They've proven that they do not deserve to hold any sort of authority. They don't. And they're so completely unchecked. Mm -hmm. There is almost no avenue for discipline among them when they commit civil rights violations when they violate the constitution there's like just nothing that we can do apparently Mm -hmm. so that's not the case with the military and the national guard like there are systems in place they are gonna get disciplined if they do shit so i fucking get rid of the cops and put the fucking military in charge at this point that's my thought. A, I I think I get it on its on I get it when you explain it on its face. That statement's horrible. Oh yeah, no, it certainly is. <laughs> you actually it have to you have is. to listen to the explanation, otherwise you're like, wait, what? But it's it's this really weird thing, um, and you see it with the military. Like, yeah, there's a lot of boots and military members that really love Donald Trump, um, but their leadership they do wholeheartedly respect the constitution and the oath they took, especially if they're in this country. Absolutely. Do they do terrible things overseas? Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of, I I do think there's like a, a line for a lot of them um, about our citizens cross that line. Oh, our citizens. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) So I think that they would like where as with the cops, they, they just, we're all um, trash to them, right? And they don't care. They're like, we'll so. pee on Iraqi prisoners. We're fine with that, right? Our people deserve respect. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of problems with all of the authority in this country. Mm-hmm. It is top to bottom, top to bottom problematic. Um. Anyway, back to Trump. Right. Sorry. Um. No, that's okay. That's okay. I I go off on tangents too. Um, uh, back to Trump. Uh, let's see. What else did he do? He hid in a bunker and pretended he was inspecting that bunker. <laughs> I was just doing inspection. I was just doing, you know me, just inspecting the bunker, making sure it has all my juicy juice in there. <laughs> <laughs> we turn the lights out just for fun. We turn the lights out. We, we were playing hide and seek in the White House. And let me tell you something. Melania was really sad when I found her. <laughs> Um, 
Um, yeah, turned all the lights in the White House out, went to, went and hid in the bunker. Um, he wanted to have a photo op in front of a church. So naturally there were protests in the streets of DC. So you got to move them. Um, so I don't know. You shoot you shoot rubber bullets and throw tear gas at them so they move so that you can stand and hold a Bible awkwardly upside down upside down <laughs> at with your with your weird dumb Trump grimace that you do uh, and then that's it you didn't open it you didn't read anything from it you posed there holding the Bible and then left yep and. Of, like, what the fuck? Like, feels very actual fuck. Feels very dictatorish, doesn't it? It's bananas. I don't even know. To order your justice department to order police to clear the streets by any means necessary immediately, so that you can walk with. A random fucking group of people down the street and hold a Bible in front of a building. I mean, like, just... I don't understand what is the value of the amendments or our constitutional rights when the government can just so clearly violate them and there's just no repercussions. There are unidentified like paramilitary forces on the ground. Yep. We don't know where they're from. Mm-mm. They won't tell us where they're from. They won't tell us what organization they're with. We don't know. What the fuck is going on? That's some crazy, that's, that is the crazy authoritarian shit mm-hmm. that is so frightening. We're like, where the, who the fuck are these people? Yep. You mentioned the you mentioned the NRA. Like, why don't they care about the like all these bullshit Second Amendment lovers who mm. say they need their guns to because from they tyranny. need to overthrow a tyrannical government because it's going to happen. The government is going to take over, and they need to be. Here's your is motherfucking this not the chance. fucking thing you're talking about. Here's oh your- no no no. It's happening to black people. Can I point out? So that's fine. Can I point out? But when you tell me to wear a fucking mask, I'm going to march on the Capitol with my AK-47. That's right. They literally, with like with strapped with AR-15s, these motherfuckers went and went to the went to like the Capitol and were like, "This is like into the I need a haircut." Into the Michigan Capitol, screaming about how their barber can't fucking cut their hair. But they're the same people. Who, when the protesters are brutalized, will say something along the lines of, well, curfew was at this time and they didn't follow curfew. <laughs> you are you are a fucking callous moron. Not only are you dumb, but you're so heartlessly dumb. It's not endearing. They're just racist. <laughs> They're just racist. A uh, uh, question. This is uh, coming from... Um, uh, po- Topic that came up in the group chat. Shout out group chat. What? What? Um, uh, what do you think about um, the left becoming more embracing of the Second Amendment? I mean, I don't think we've seen that at these protests. I don't think it's necessary. Why? Um, what? 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 The 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 police let oh, they the police literally let 
people with AR-15s <laughs> waltz into yeah. the Michigan Capitol. Yeah. If if we are, if if these motherfuckers on the streets, if these protesters on the streets are armed with, are armed, are each armed. Because mm-hmm. we, we do have Black, uh, black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Protesting, but, but armed. My, but my question is, um, would the police? Now, I, I I'm asking this like literally as just like a thought question. I I don't know, and I'm I'm very much like fucking keep your guns away from me. But wouldn't it be? Do you think that there would be any sort of difference if a bunch of people, if this mass group of people who we've seen massive, massive protests in in big cities across the country, if they were all carrying? Would the police continue to brutalize them? Yeah. And then they would mow them down. Instead of using rubber bullets, they'd use real ones. Mm. Um, they thought they heard a shot in a group uh, of protesters. Is this Louisville? So they, yep, in mm. Louisville. So they fired indiscriminately and killed a black business owner. Mm. Nobody, injured, nobody Injured multiple others Nobody as well. shot. Um, so I love- if they saw if they saw a group with guns um, and they hear something, mm-hmm. heard something. She's doing she's doing air quotes and she's doing them like she did them again. You can't see them. <laughs> hear something. When she says it like that, that's when the air quotes. And just come to be out. clear, there are fucking assholes throwing off fireworks because they want it to sound like there are gunshots going off. Um so once they hear that and they know that there are people with guns, guess what? The police are gonna commit a mass shooting and get away with it. So that's that's why I I mean if if the white if white people can uh storm the Michigan State Capitol building with their uh rifles I think everybody should be able to do that um but, but, but I don't think that's the can. real yeah like you're going to get killed. Yeah. Uh, our people are going to get killed. So that's just the. I understand. I think I think I agree with that sentiment. I, I just was asking as a thought question because mm-hmm. it was an. I thought it was an interesting topic that. Yeah, that like came I've from, seen, I've seen that, that. from the group chat. And if any of you group chatters want to come on and defend that position, fucking stop being cowards and get on this podcast. <laughs> By the way, they've all been on. <laughs> they're 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 not cowards. They're lovely people. But there's those cowards need to step up and. And, uh, and debate me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ben Shapiro in this situation, I guess. <laughs> AOC, why won't you debate me? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so Donald Trump kind of, it's back to where we were actually at. Uh, Donald Trump handled this entire, um, has been handling this entire situation. With grace? As, <laughs> as, as um, he somehow finds the way to straddle the line of, um, authoritarian and feckless child. <laughs> I don't know how he's doing it. Like he'll do one thing and then do the other thing. And you're like, I mean, he's, he's like a toddler, but like a toddler that like will send other people to hurt people. Mm-hmm. But like still a toddler though. He still behaves like literally the turning all of the lights out in the white house was bananas. Mm-hmm. What a, what a message. What a message to send to the country. Lights are off. We don't have a leader. Nobody's home. That's That's literally what the message. We don't have a leader. There's no, there's no leadership here. So I don't know what you guys are up to, but deal with it yourselves where I'm out. Um, I said, I've said this a few times in the the last week, but if um, Donald Trump is reelected after this and after coronavirus, we as a country, um, 
just don't deserve any better. No. Like, we're beyond saving. We lose. We we're, lose. It's over. Yeah. Like, it's over. And, and we can, uh, like, we can, you know, try to make it better the next time. But no, no. If, if we if we look at his if we look at his style of leadership and say boy howdy this is great let's get this motherfucker back in here for four more years we are horrible mm-hmm. it is it there there's there's there would literally I, I I mean this and I know that I conservatives are gonna be mad about it there's no reason to love this country if no. If if we see what this is, what this is, and continue and say yes, let's keep this going. It's fucking awesome. Like like, and I, I want to be clear about so fuck me. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I can't say I want to be clear. I can't figure it out. I want to be clear about something. Um, I'm not saying that. Um, like because Donald Trump's in office, this unarmed black man was murdered by the police. No, that, that, that happens. That literally happens. That's a thing that happens. The question is how do we respond as a nation and how do, um, how does our leadership respond? Right. And in, in a moment that he could, you know, that he had the nation waiting for his thoughts and vision, he decided that, he was going to go hide in a bunker. End of. He 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 shirked his responsibilities as the leader of this nation to fucking give any sort of uniting words as as Mattis said. And I don't necessarily care for General Mattis. Um but for he he is correct when he says Donald Trump seeks to divide the nation at any moment he can. Absolutely. And it's it's if that's the type of person that people want in the White House, that they want at the helm, then what the fuck are we doing? Like then then the the fun experiment's over. America the experiment was great, and it's been real shit for a while. Um, but I mean, stick a fork in it, stick a fucking fork in it. Um, let's hearken back to good times. Um, (laughs) when we had a leader who, um, cared and was thoughtful and you can literally hear think as he spoke, um, (laughs) because he kept going, Um, Obama came back and um, spoke to the nation. Um, he did a town hall with his group, My Brother's Keeper, um, and he uh, did a he did an address uh, on on Zoom that was carried um, over uh, that was carried over um, news organizations um, played it live, um, which he applauded the protesters. Um, a, applauded young people seeking change um and was uh, you know gave gave a message of hope for the future that you know he's seeing you know a groundswell of of people that are that are pushing for um for this needed this much needed change um i thought that his address was great um i often do but i really do love that like you can you can hear the wheels turning like 
that doesn't seem that wasn't like a prepared speech that he did. I don't think like I think he had specific points that he was trying to hit. But you again with Obama, you can literally hear the wheels like you can hear the wheels turning when he's thinking of things to say when he's trying to be thoughtful and mindful of the words that he uses. Um, and I, I just I very, very much loved it. Um, I like when he comes back and uh cares i <laughs> like when he comes back and cares about what's going on and shows a, a leadership that is drastically missing in um that's drastically missing um from the current white house what were your thoughts um i mean i wasn't i, I don't think i got what i wanted out of what he said um, I think... What did you want? Just a little more, I think. I, d I definitely didn't really like when he was speaking to police officers. Mm -hmm. um, it felt like a I need to be nice to cops political. response. Yeah, it did feel political. And I'm just like, Why? Why do you need to be political anymore? Um, I, I, I think it was a measured response, and I think that's good compared to what we have now. Um, but I just think it would have been nice to see a little more anger um, on behalf of the situation, and I, I didn't see that. Like, But just, you wonder, now, let's... I just felt like it was very calm and maybe the situation doesn't need calm right now i understand you understand that he, he doesn't want to come off as the angry black man trope right sure i i don't think why does that matter now because he still has to campaign for someone who is trying to defeat donald trump and you He's still, though he's not running another race, he does still need to be a little bit diplomatic and political. Yeah, I get that. I just, I guess I just thought, I don't know. I just thought we'd get more. I think we've heard more um, passionate calls from people who are currently in office, like Kamala Harris and mm -hmm. uh, Cory Booker. Um, and I even think what I heard Biden say was a little um, more of what I wanted than, than what I heard from Obama. But okay. I think, I think there were high expectations that like he was, he was just participating in like a, um, a town hall on mm -hmm. behalf of his organization. And, and it, it was like acting like he was addressing the nation, which isn't really what it was. Mm -hmm. But I think that's kind of what I went into it as. Okay. So that's just. I mean, my... and, and to be fair, the the organization itself is you know like, you know, activism for for young people of color. Yeah. Um. So, I, I personally think now now there's definitely more. Um. Um. There's there's, uh, more than just what was there, um, and. I liked the specifics of of uh, policy that he that he talked about um, and gave like you know um, resources to go to like you know this is this is something that we have seen that works and we should keep doing that mm -hmm. and like like again it is 
all around. I, Go ahead. I also wished when he was talking about the things that his administration had looked into, he talked about the things the Trump administration has stopped doing that his administration did. I agree. Like, he should call him out. Call him out. I, call that shit out. And I think, I think that is one of the, that is one of the, um, unfortunate su- uh, situations where, tr- uh, Donald Trump is seen as a divider. Barack Obama is seen as a uniter. He's trying to unite the nation. So he, he, I, I do, I agree. He, he wasn't doing in in this specific instance. He wasn't doing this as a campaign, um, like a campaign event, mm-hmm. um, or anything like that. So I think if this was like a campaign related, yeah, he would have called out Donald Trump for, um, like literally, uh, dismantling things that his, um, administration was building up to try to, uh, to try to. Um, better social, ju- uh, better racial justice. Um, but this wasn't that. This this wasn't that. Yeah. This wasn't that situation. Um, I, I I sound like I'm like carrying water for Obama. So let me let me give a criticism of of Obama. I will say I agree. I think it would have been amazing to see him on on that national on that national platform. We have a national platform. You're on camera for like four to five minutes. Fucking. I, I agree. I agree that like this is a time where it's okay to be angry. And it's yeah. okay to it's okay to express that anger, and it's okay to call out the current administration for the lack of any fucking compassion, any guidance, any leadership, any morals whatsoever. Um, I agree, but I, I don't think that that's the that's what the the scene was set for him. So yeah. that's not what he was doing. But I would fucking love that too. I. Uh, uh, now listen, uh, Donald Trump's a fucking asshole, <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he's gonna lose. Uh, we're gonna make sure that he loses, because uh, he's a little baby uh, hiding uh, in the bunker. <laughs> uh, like I, 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 I would love. I would literally love for him to get on and be like, "This is fucking." Bull- shit like this this should have been done a long time ago like this is fucking bullshit that it continuously happens it continues to happen um so but he is the most high profile um person of color in the world question mark um so he still has to have that kind of like restraint and he leaves it up to us to turn that into you know, channel our anger and our um, sadness and our uh, frustration into action. That's what I'm saying. But you know what, Obama? You know what, Obama? Come on this show <laughs> and 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 prove and fight me. I don't know. I can't think of anything to actually say. <laughs> um. So let's let's end on. Um, police reforms, and then we're going to talk about, <laughs> what did you do? She bit me. <laughs> Why'd she bite you? I was playing with her with my foot. <laughs> okay. Um, let's end on, um, police reform policies that, that need to be done, um, that, that are needed. And then I'm going to give a list of some organizations, um, and specifically a uh, like a big list of where you can, sorry, a big um, place where you can find a bunch of organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with 
Um, <clears throat> let's start with police reforms. Uh, what are some things that you saw that you think would be helpful um, going forward with policing? Um, I'm a big fan of an independent organization to investigate police misconduct and mm-hmm. um, be responsible for charges and um, prosecutions because the DAs and the people like it's just all a boys club everybody's connected yeah. so we need something else I th- I honestly think the FBI should be in charge of something like that um there should be a system where you can't get fucking hired by another department when you get fired yes. for police misconduct yep. like so many others so yeah. many so many police officers mm-hmm. uh, get go have... from one to the other yep. yeah um Training, better training, de-escalation, uh, getting rid of the, um, uh, what's that bullshit thing called where they don't face any responsibility for their actions, can't be sued, um, the police okay. can't be sued, I, I don't remember the name right now, um, there's, a, there's a law that they can't be sued for the actions they take so that needs some sort to... of immunity yeah yeah yeah. it's it's uh something immunity um qualified immunity diplomatic immunity no not that <laughs> i know i know um i just think that was in a movie that i didn't see that quote go ahead what the diplomatic immunity that statement yeah it was in in the way i delivered it it was in a movie but i didn't see that movie and i don't remember <laughs> Just okay. Keep going. Um, <laughs> keep going. I'm, I'm ruining it. Go. Yeah, just like an overhaul of our court system, um, independent investigations, training, um, more people of color in uh, police roles, um, defunding of police departments, demilitarization of police departments, uh, other agencies involved in, in like, uh, welfare calls and mental illness calls and um body cams for everybody on at all fucking times um yeah there's there's so much that we can do so much so yeah those those are the big things to me i mean i agree i um and i'm I'm gonna say that i am like wholesale ripping off um this uh group eight can't wait right um which has specific policy um, proposals um, for for policing. That's Duray's organization. Duray right? McKesson, um, Brittany Packnett Cunningham, um, and others. That's um, a part of Campaign Zero, um, which is one of the organizations that you should check out, look at. Um, <clears throat> but they um, talk about uh, certain things. They talk about which I agree. One, do you, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna like. I'm going to put them in, like, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to put them in, like, a list form. This isn't what I think are the, I don't necessarily think, I'm not necessarily saying it's the most important. I'm not necessarily saying that, like, uh, firstly, that's not the only thing that needs to be done. But I'm not necessarily putting them in a way that, like, I'm like, this is number one. This is number two. But I'm just going to say one and two because it makes me feel comfortable because that's how I talk about stuff. Um, One, demilitarization of police departments. Um, There should be no reason that a police department needs a fucking bear cat the way that, like, (laughs) Bloomsburg Bloomsburg needed a fucking bear cat. Kiss my ass. Like, no. You don't need that. You shouldn't be outfitted like you're about to go fucking fucking do Operation Desert Storm. Like, fucking get out of here. Like, no. You don't get to do that. Um, I think that we need to look at police unions and Mm -hmm. how 
Um, we deal with police unions because truly, um, as a person who wholly supports unions, it is very hard for me to say this. Well, no, it's not very hard for me to say this specifically, but uh, fuck police unions. They're, they're terrible. They are absolutely terrible and they suck. And <laughs> they, they defend murderers. They, de- they literally defend like, they defend cops that that brutalize. They defend murderers, cops. They they will they will go to bat for like I understand unions tend to do that in different situations, but like for example, my union C- uh, CEIU, um, I I don't think they'll defend me if I murder a person. <laughs> um, so like, let's be clear. Uh, don't fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Let's be clear. Three goddamn. You just times. you just don't need to say anything. You just say the thing. You just don't. You don't need to but say. But how be will clear. people know that I want to be clear? You just say it. You just say it. But they won't know that I'm being clear. Got it. <laughs> um, I think we need to take money from police departments and invest them into communities, mm-hmm. specifically communities of color. Um, I think that police budgets are bloated, and if you have the ability if you have the money to outfit them with fucking tactical gear that looks like they're about to start like larping as call of duty characters um then we need we need that money to go elsewhere um de-escalation techniques um warrant like literally a warning before actually shooting um that would be cool (laughs) um uh, i agree body cams that need to be on all the time um, there should not be any reason that the body cam is turned off. And if the body cam is turned off, you should be charged with destroying evidence. Mm-hmm. End of like plain and fucking simple. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't even be a possibility. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I, uh, let, let's add uh, no knock warrants should be uh, abolished. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking possibility. Didn't they no knock Roger Stone? I don't know. I think they no knocked Roger Stone. <laughs> I so I'd like to amend that to say no knock warrants should be abolished unless you're Roger Stone. <laughs> um, then then the police can come in and like do whatever in your home. Um uh anyway, um there is an article that I'm going to post from um the uh, from New York Magazine that is literally titled 115 ways to donate in support of black lives and communities of color. There are a lot of um, organizations on here to check out, to donate to, if you have the ability to promote, if you have the platform um, to uh, follow and see what um, ideas they have for, um, the future of policing because we know it cannot remain the same as it is now. Um, I mentioned Campaign Zero. There's Communities United for Police Reform, Communities United Against Police Brutality. Those are the those are some of the police um, reform organizations, and they have them in specific. Um, they have them in the specific section. So political organizations. We have um, Fair Fight from Stacey Abrams that tries to, you know, f- that tries to end the um, voter suppression that's going on in the nation. Um, Black Votes Matter. The Black Votes Matter Fund. There are also, um, you know, 
the the ACLU, um, Black Lives Matter Global uh, Network, Reclaim the Block, um, Moms Demand Action, um, and donations according to this, um, donations to Moms Demand Action will be matched dollar for dollar by every town, um, which is Moms Demand Action's parent organization. Um, there are also bail funds for um, protesters um, who are uh, incarcerated for, um, you know, protesting. Um, and I, there are a lot of um, other funds, including, and I, I want to mention finally and last but absolutely not least, um, justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot, a lot has happened in the past couple of weeks, and I, I want to, <laughs> I want to say the names of everyone who was killed unnecessarily by the police, by people who just perceived blackness as a threat, but the podcast would go on for days. So I just want to end it by like, please be mindful. Please understand, try to understand, try to empathize what is going on. Talk to people of color and listen to their stories. Listen to what they have to say. Listen to their experiences because you might not have that experience and they can provide you with personal insight on what is going on. If you find yourself being checked by a person of color, take that and understand that it's not trying to hurt your feelings or make you feel bad or they're just trying to make sure you understand the specific perspectives that are going on the unnecessary the 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 unconscious biases you may hold because you have them we all do i do we all do but but oh shit jesus <laughs> There's nothing more important than to listen right now. I think that a lot of people are telling their story. A lot of people are telling it out loud. A lot of people are telling it to as many people as possible. A lot of people are telling it to just a few intimate people. Your job right now is to listen, learn, and help. Use your platform to advocate for black lives. Use your platform to advocate for people of color. Use your platform to protect and defend those who the system has fucked royally. And if you don't, then please just be quiet. <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you guys for listening to Alcoholitics. Um, we will be back next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>